modes of thought in Interran literature. Second year classics, Harbridge University. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so, you know, whatever you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. This is a trial <laughs> now? Yes, exactly. So, you know, be careful you don't implicate yourself. I think I can control myself. <laughs> can I ask you a question, though? Sure. This Interran lit class. Seems like there's a lot of debate about it. Ha, <laughs> pretty generous to call it debate. You think so? No, no. Debate is actually pretty accurate. Different interpretations of the same set of facts. So, what's your take? That's complicated. I can handle complexity. Yeah, I'm getting that sense. <laughs> well? It's just... I knew the professor before he started teaching this class, and he's like a legend in archaeo literature. Which is what I'm doing my grad thesis in. So there's no one else here I'd rather be working with. But... But? But I don't know. I mean, he got separated a couple of years ago and it was so fucking messy. Ugh, he was so fucked up. But at the same time, he got tenure and it's part of the standard contract, right? You know? Tenured professors can teach one class of their choosing. That spring, he was a wreck. Definitely drinking a lot and generally kind of phoning it in. But the next fall, he came back clear-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to get back to work. And that was the first year he offered the history of Antaran lit class. So. So what happened? What changed? I have no idea. You didn't ask him? Nope, no way. As far as I could tell, he was back. And I was on my way to getting my thesis done with an advisor who really means something. But... I mean, what? <laughs> well, all the students I've talked to think he's totally crazy, like certifiable. Have you seen the students? I mean, they're idiots. Yeah, you're right about that. So why did you take the class then? I mean, if you think he's nutballs. Because either way, it's pretty fucking intriguing, right? Either he's right, in which case there's been a world-changing discovery that no one else knows about, or he's like some crazy outsider artist guy who's made up an entire world history down to the most obsessively granular details. And which do you think it is? Honestly, I have no idea. That's why I wanted to talk to you. I hope that wasn't the only reason. No, no, but I mean, I definitely wanted the scoop. Well, I don't think I can answer the mystery for you. The stuff you've shown me, the language, the archaeology, I just don't think it's possible for one dude to make it all up. There's just too much, but then there's nothing on the internet. Almost. What do you mean? I mean, I found some references to the Chinese sub-accident. You did? I couldn't find anything. 
Yeah, it was in an Argentinian newspaper archive somewhere weird. I have it somewhere. Can I see it? Sure. But first, let's talk about my needs. The Media Arts Project? Isn't that why we're here? Okay, okay. Hit me. Uh, okay, hold on. I've got to pee. I love red. Okay, I'm ready. Great, let's talk about you. So, question number one, where are you from originally? Well, I was born in Yantai, China, but I moved to Vancouver when I was 10. Was that hard? Not really, I mean, sure, the language was tricky and I missed my friends, but I think I was just young enough to not care too much. Oh man, I would have been pissed if my parents moved when I was 10. Yeah, that's definitely a cultural thing. American kids especially feel like they have a vote in what they do and where they go. My parents didn't really see it that way. Neither did I. Do you feel like those expectations your parents had, those um, cultural differences, did they play out through your adolescence too? Oh, they're still playing out, dude. <laughs> those never go away. Weird how that works. Do your parents put a lot of pressure on you too? Not really. They're pretty low-key, honestly. They're both academics, so as long as I'm safely ensconced in the ivory tower, they're fine. Must be nice. What do your parents do? They're engineers. Mm. My dad is a chemical engineer, and my mom is also a chemical engineer. Got it. So zero expectations, very low-key parenting style. Exactly. Nailed it. Next question. Brothers and sisters? One sister, older. And what's she up to? She's married, living in Vancouver. She's a dentist. Does that qualify as scientific enough for your parents? Oh, they don't care about science. <laughs> no, it's all about stability. Mm. And yeah, dentistry? Very stable. Plus, she just had her first kid, so yeah, she's the golden child. And you're not? Well, by comparison, they don't really understand how classics is going to lead to a stable job. It is a little lofty, I guess. If it was strictly Chinese classics, they might get that, but even then. More wine? I probably shouldn't. <laughs> We had three at the bar. That's I not shouldn't. a no. <laughs> Your expertise in linguistics is next level. I owe it all to that logic class of Professor Laguerre. Ugh, I 
hated that class. I know, but Professor Laguerre, oh, she was so hot. So that's your type? Mm, I don't have a type. <laughs> I'm post-type. Well, you took me out. You got me tipsy. <laughs> Brought me back to your room under the lame pretext of making some podcasts about foreign transfer students. And now you're pouring me more wine, so... So... I think Professor Ligari would agree that the next logical question is... Am I your type? I'd have to do some research. Fieldwork? Real-world experience. You're not really doing a podcast on foreign transfer students, are you? Nope. You're not very good at subterfuge. Want to know what I am good at? Can you turn that off? Or are we making a different kind of podcast? Uh, oops. Yeah, that's um, second date material. Modes of thought in Interran literature. This podcast is made possible by Harbridge University, a grant from the National Endowment for the Humanities. The Peeler Prize in Archaeological Literature and the Harbridge Family Trust with an in-kind donation and production assistance from Wolf of the Door Studios. For more information and a reading list, please visit modesofthoughtpodcast.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Graham Shapiro is a decent man. Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller, Give Me Away, returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that prison right now. So screen me. Just know up front, I'm going to have input. What happened? Are you all right? Dad. Tell us everything. It seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again, anything is possible. Give me away season two, starting April 11th.